the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar is great. It's a late rally on Wall Street. It's too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon, and I'm here today with some old friends. That's right. we got Jarrett McKenzie. Glad to be back. And there we go. And KC Smith on the line. He's he's doing it the Dr. Gene way. Dr. Gene's been calling in. And uh, we got If it's good enough for Dr. Gene, it's good enough for me. Oh, you why think? not? You know, uh, before the show, we were talking a little bit, though. Um, I don't think Dr. Gene has a cat, and I'm not even sure that he would sit that close to the litter box. Casey tells us he's in the basement next to the litter box. He's got mold growing on him, hadn't been in the house in a while. He's got the mask on, though, so maybe it's it's masking some of the smell. Yeah, it is brutal, I, I'm telling you. Is the cat wearing a mask? That's um, what I want to know. Yes. You know, we have it's, had a few... different than the Corona mask. We, we've had a, a few instances where cats and even a couple of Bengal tigers in uh, the Bronx Zoo uh, contracted coronavirus. Oh, yeah. They gave them. Uh, they gave them the. I don't know. Would they swab the nose of a of a Bengal tiger? I don't really think I want that job. They would. I wouldn't. Yeah. Apparently. Anyway. Thought uh, you were about to go down the that Netflix documentary road, but yeah. you're clear of that for now. <laughs> no. Yep. Different I'm segment, just, different show. I'm, <laughs> I don't even know what show you're talking about. <laughs> uh, well, um, you know, we got some. Strange happenings. There's lots of news starting to break now. You know, for weeks we sat around uh, wondering what was going to happen. This week we got GDP for the first quarter. Now, you know, we really didn't shelter in place for most of the first quarter. It wasn't until, um, what, end of February, early March, that we really started holding up. I think it was probably even more like March 20th. Yeah. Uh, So it was toward the end of the first quarter. First quarter, mm-hmm. gross domestic product, negative 4.8%. Wow. It's unbelievable. Economists expected yeah. 4% negative. Uh, we got worse than that. There's some that are saying we could see significant double digits reports um, in in the second quarter, maybe as much as 37%, I'm reading. Wow. Yeah, unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Great Depression level stuff. Uh, yeah, that's brutal. Which that's, is why it's, it's so surprising to see markets as stable as they are. I mean, clearly some of it was already priced in. It just came down as far as it did, right? But to be seeing the unemployment rate where it's at and now this GDP number and everything for markets to be fairly stable, I would say, relatively stable anyways, Yeah, uh, it's quite a surprise. Yeah, we saw, speaking of unemployment, uh, employment situation and consumer was uh, really the strength of of our uh, economy in the last couple of years. Uh, all that seems out the window at the moment. Um, we saw 3.87 million new claims, uh, yeah. jobless claims. Uh, the uh, insured unemployment rate is uh, 12.4% right now. Uh, we've got continuing claims over 17 million now. Wow. Uh, the thing that I will tell you is this is in, in a lot of ways being likened to a natural disaster. 
Um, if you look, and the, the data's out there, you can go and uh, check out New Orleans uh, prior to Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, they experienced a significant spike in unemployment as well. And even though it damaged their physical infrastructure, uh, within three months, that spike was gone. And what was strange about that that we won't see this time is uh, you saw unemployment after Katrina actually fall significantly because many people who had lived there prior moved away. They moved to either Houston right. or many yeah. of them are in, in Atlanta. Sure. Uh, so, um, you know, the, we won't see, some, see that some here. numbers, Troy, um, saying that, you know, a, a lot of people who were maybe thinking about retirement or close to retirement prior to this have, have just said, Oh, to heck with it. I'm just going to go ahead and, and and exit the labor force. And so that might have an impact on future uh, unemployment numbers, too. Probably not nearly to the effect of uh, the the exodus from Katrina, but uh, might have an impact. Yeah. No have doubt. you guys seen any uh, information on what the attributable rate of this is to just say the restaurant workers, which I would think that's what I've been talking with some clients about that have been asking about this in terms of how short lived it could be, you know, I mean, how, how quickly we get back to uh, whatever normal is going to look like after this will somewhat be impacting that unemployment rate either quickly or, or not so quickly because I would think, and I don't know the answer to this. I haven't looked at it myself, but I'm just curious if y'all have seen anything about what part of this unemployment picture is attributable to the restaurant workers who are filing for it that across the country, obviously, are, are now going to be unemployed, but maybe temporarily so, if we can get back to that level of normalcy? Yeah, well, I mean, the point to the point to my prior comments is that I think a lot of this will be temporary. I mean, we mm-hmm. don't have... Uh, physical infrastructure issues. What we have is economic infrastructure issues. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I'm going to be amazed if we don't see uh, a good bit of bankruptcy in smaller businesses. Um, you know, you got if, if you were heavily levered coming into this thing, uh, you still have to be able to, to uh, manage that, service your debt, right. uh, or have a very understanding banker. Um, we looked at, uh, you know, we've got some numbers that we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, from earnings from uh, S&P 500, where financials were just abysmal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think that you will see quite a few of the folks come back quickly. I don't think we're going to see 3.5% unemployment, which is what we were at prior to this uh, pandemic and, and the shelter in place and, and all the damage that's been caused. I don't Which is think about you're going to see that. Right? Is that well, it, prior to, roughly? yeah, prior to, to, uh, maybe two years ago, we were talking about full employment was really more around 5%. Then it crept down to 4%. And then we saw unemployment for, for quite a few months in a row at three and a half percent. Uh, you know, it was, it was amazing. Uh, not only was unemployment very low, but we also were seeing uh, wage growth starting to spike. So, you know, we, we saw a consumer that was really carrying, uh, if there was an atlas, consumer was carrying the globe, right? Yeah. And, and especially in the United States. Our domestic economy was definitely being um, being boosted by uh, by the consumer, and, and a lot of it went right down to that, you know, jobs yeah. and, and uh, things were good at the time. But um, the, the thing that's strange to me is, like I say, we get uh, 4.8% negative GDP. For the week, the market is up 
4%, according to the S&P 500. Uh, leading the charge, energy. Imagine that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you look longer term. Uh, Year-to-date, energy's down 35.79%. This week, it's up 96 Now, it's got to come back quite a bit before it <laughs> it gets back to even. Uh, you know, if uh, if you're looking at, at longer term, maybe I can find my papers here. Uh, guess what, guys? 12-month return on the S&P 500, positive, 0.81%. Um, energy's down 38.42%. So we're back flat for the year on the mm-hmm. S&P 500. Which there's a lot of reminders going around about that because I'll tell you, I've had a few people lately here in the past couple of weeks saying to me they feel like they, they've set themselves back a few years at least on their retirement. And I remind them how much it's come back and that they're basically where they were this time last year. And I said, did, did you feel that way then? Yeah. As you do now. I mean, I know we've we've come through quite the uh, the turbulent period here these past you know couple of months, but that that shouldn't necessarily deter your retirement plans, which is why the planning piece of of all this is so important. But ultimately, yeah. if if any of you out there are in that same boat and are feeling like this has set you back on your retirement plan years, I would I would ask you whether or not you felt that same way or that you were that many more years from retirement at this point last year, because to Troy's point. We are about where we were this time last year. Well, the other piece yeah, is to show you how much of that is behavioral, you know, yeah, uh, different feelings coming through that downturn that we've seen over the past couple of months and then bouncing back. And there's a roller coaster that we're on. Uh, people just not as confident as they were this time last year, even though they're in effectively the same position. Yeah. Right. And and let's let's talk a little about this too. talk about being behavioral. Um you guys never, I would imagine, plan to gain 31% in a year on your equity investments, do you? Are we not supposed to plan for that? That's what I, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I got worked into these projections. What do you mean? You might want to <laughs> put a new eraser on your pencil there. <laughs> no, it's good to see, but it's never part of the plan. Exactly. Sure. So, you know, I keep telling folks, and, and nobody worries uh, when the market's up, I feel like, except me. Uh, And in January, we had a meeting and we talked to all our clients and we told them, um, you know, in in 2019, the market was up 31.48%, something like that. So we'll call it 31.5%. Earnings were up 0.6% on the S&P 500 and we had that huge gain. You know, I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you that things were expensive and, oh, by the way, when you look at certain metrics on the market right now, it, we're back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're back. It's looking it's looking pretty expensive again. And, and, you know, earnings have come out, I guess, for the first, or we're in the middle of earnings season right now for the first quarter. Right. Which doesn't, yep. doesn't tell us a, a whole lot, really, as far as the impact of the virus, as you've already mentioned, Troy. But right. uh, I guess the market is clearly almost overlooking the next couple of quarters, at least it seems. I mean, assuming that we're going to have ridiculously bad earnings growth uh, for the next, you know, at least for second quarter and probably into the third quarter, um, you know, the market is not priced like that. Exactly. Well, Casey, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, let's flesh that out. Um, You know, we (laughs) talked a little about performance going into – in our first segment, but I did want to flesh it out a little more. Um, you know, we said over the last 12 months, the market's now back to positive. Um, 
And and I even made a comment or two about the expense of the market. But uh, information technology over the last 12 months is up 18.1%. Uh, I think I mentioned energy was down 38.42%. Financials is kind of in the basement right there with them, down 16.5%. Industrials down 15.7%. So uh, there's a lot of grief there. Healthcare, uh, which has been kind of the cornerstone in helping us through uh, this COVID-19 pandemic is up 14.5% over the last 12 months. That's pretty important when you think that coming into this thing, healthcare had trailed for quite a long time. And a lot of it was because of uh, of the government's, um, I, I guess, regulation and, and maybe even attitude toward profitability in healthcare. Uh, but it seems well, there was some, some expectation, you know, that at that point the election was the Democratic primaries were going on, you know, and you're um, absolutely right. Not sure who the candidate was going to be and whether we'd have a more of a socialist regime. Yeah, possibility. Uh, I think you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, uh, Bernie doing well in the early days actually definitely weighed on health care. So uh, that's a good call, Casey. Um, you know, if you look year to date, like we say, the market's down 9.28 percent at its peak from. Uh, from uh, February 19th to March 23rd, we saw the market lose 33.9%. Uh, so it was definitely the killing of a long-term bull market. Uh, had been intact since March 9th of 2009, uh, but but uh, that has since come off the table. Believe it or not, year-to-date information technology is up 0.31%. So, uh, you know, we, I mean, think about it, though. We pretty much cruised, have cruised so far through this, still using all of our technology. Very few places yeah. uh, in the in the information technology sector have, have suffered significantly. Uh, because well, Troy, you said it earlier, but, I mean, we're only down less than 10% year-to-date, and yet we're expecting double-digit earnings uh, or uh, GDP growth in the second quarter so double digit uh, negative, negative GDP growth, <laughs> right, right right so so yeah i mean that just seems it seems crazy in terms of valuation yeah the market could be only down less than 10 percent when the gdp is going to take such a big hit absolutely well there's one more thing that i want to mention and, and we're going to run just a little long here but uh earnings uh we're about halfway through first quarter earnings reporting season for the s p 500 uh Earnings surprised negative 104, so analysts and their adjustments have actually been relatively close, just a little bit off to the high side, and uh, earnings growth negative 11%. Uh, the worst spot of the whole bunch, financials, negative 41.98%. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, financials and, and uh, whether or not your, your banker's going to be too happy these days. After earnings like right. that, I'm doubting it. I'm doubting it. And uh, like I say, the surprise has been relatively close, though. So um, let's uh, take a real quick break right here. And when we come back, we will talk a little more about what's been going on in the economy and financial markets. Money Talks. We'll be right back.
All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.